0: episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com/michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise, from T-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes, available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to podcasts, plus links to PayPal and Buy Me a Coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Drag is an illusion, but what's not an illusion is when a front runner gets the chop right before the finale. The queens got into character to play an iconic Spanish game show. So who scored the most points and who found themselves out with the other beasts? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Espanya 3. And joining me is the long-lost stingy sister, Amanda Massacre. Hello! Welcome, welcome. Um, wow, what an episode. The, season 3, uh, they're killing us.
1: Yeah, this was very unexpected. I'm still not okay, but we're going to talk about it.
0: We're going to talk about it. Uh, Friends, as you know, pronunciations, I apologize. I'm trying to get better. We're doing it as best as I can. Mm -hmm. I still didn't buy Duolingo, but maybe I should. I'll try it um as always i must leave with a disclaimer this is an entertainment podcast we're discussing reality tv show characters presented to us reality virtual production we are showing the other name and tell them she wants to see we with the president you see the real thing going on and do not go them to, 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 to share the copy. they've also been discussed but it's on the podcast going to discuss reality from the show so you know my feeling i'm not i'm not as happy and glad about this season of drag race and Spania compared to the first two where are you feeling
1: still content i think the challenges are giving me what i want to see from drag race um the contestants are still giving me what i want like the contestants and judges are giving me what i expect or have come to expect from drag race España. so i'm content i think you know we're we seeing a lot of wonderful things and a lot of talent still so i'm i'm happy
0: but we're being forced fed a winner
1: yes isn't that interesting right Mm -hmm. it's
0: um and she's not that likable
1: yeah it's i don't know i think i think we're gonna be surprised at the end i i don't like that's the fun part about drag race right like even though edits can tell you all these things ultimately the end game episode might you know, just be something different. I mean, we saw it with Drag Race France, right? Everyone thought, oh, well, the Grand Dame, the Grand Dam, the Grand Dam, and Paloma won. And we True. remember, you and I were very team Paloma, and we're like, but she's not gonna win because they're already, they're already the narrative, the narrative, the narrative. And then all of a sudden we get to the last episode and production pivots and gives True. us what we want. So I don't know. It's too soon to say. But
0: that's the question. What do we want?
1: That is, I mean, listen, here's the thing, right? Um, Everyone left right now is very talented. And I think at this point, everyone's sort of made a case for themselves with the exception of Miss Kelly Roller, but that's because she just came back, right? So that's fair that like, I don't necessarily see her as a winner just because she's been gone for a
0: bit. That's fair. all right let's begin petita stays and is pissed that because of one bad day she could have gone home baby girl that's how the show fucking works get over it now it's time to read the dual mirror messages and there seems to be no emotions coming out of miss petita as she reads these oh and she also thinks that the two who left had way more of a chance than the ones remaining i want names bitch
1: she was trying to be shady but like that she wasn't so it's like well bitch just be shady
0: Petita will tell the girls that the day was heavy and thank God the lip sync is something she does every day and earns a living through it, among other things. She will laugh it off, but some of the girls are just not buying it. It still hasn't hit her that when she praises herself in the way she does, that she is in turn telling everyone else that they are less than her, which as Bestia says, they're not. What is it about Petita that she just doesn't understand the social cues?
1: I mean, listen, the neurodiversity is slapping right like it could just be as simple as that not necessarily you know i i don't i don't want to necessarily say it's arrogance i think she could be confident but i think sometimes you know we just may not be as self-aware you know
0: that's fair all right kelly she is welcome back she is there to win vania says that this was the happiest most comfortable she's felt in the competition and she's now feeling like a hottie uh does dressing up like a pop star make you feel that way
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's honestly part of the magic of drag for me, right? Not looking like myself, and then it's like, ooh.
0: Now, Hornella has an important question for Clover. Who would she have saved? Her answer, nobody, Savage. But really, if she had to pick, she says it would have been Kelly, because she had a very bad time when she kicked her out. Now, I was a bit surprised by this, as I speculated last week with Miss Frida Kulo that she would have picked Visa. That's do you I'm... believe Clover, or do you think it's because Kelly was in the room and she didn't want to ruffle any feathers?
1: Um. Oh, you definitely hit the nail on the head. I think she definitely. She, I thought she would have saved Visa too. That was my. I was like, that's what's going to happen, and that's why
0: she didn't win because the producers did not want Visa back. Of course, you pissed them off.
1: Oh, of course, naturally. I and she literally was. She was robbed last episode, but I digress. Um, yeah. She obviously, it just, why would you say, yeah, she's not going to create tension? That's like, they're no, she's
0: they're, she's a nice girl.
1: They're very, you know, again, um, drag race is funny. Like, for the most part, this season has been quite drama free. And yeah. I think that's the way they wanted it and they wanted to keep it. And, you know, this was just natural progression. Yeah.
0: They are the top six, and it's not the top six of my fantasy, but hey, this is the show. It can't be perfect. The girls are going to de drag as there's no more time to screw up as there are very few left. It is a new day and today they are going to feature the artist known as Kelly roller Mm. uh poor paquita and pink shadora do not get their moment of goodbye yeah every other other week they celebrated the girl but that's all right it's it's
1: two girls to celebrate it's too much it's
0: that's right i mean listen pink shadora is way too much to celebrate in general so yeah Petita is happy to have the power bottom back so she can stay right there, right at the bottom. Mm. Now, I, I kind of discussed it last week because I noticed it last week. We're going to try to discuss it again. Mm-hmm. Let's discuss this cafe latte coffee cup situation. Are they yes! a sponsor? Is it from Crafty? Does it make you want a coffee real bad?
1: Um, It's so funny because every episode I was like, yes, product placement come through. Like, that's very smart of them. It's not just about Crash Cosmetics now, is
0: it? No. Have you had cafe latte?
1: No, I haven't. But you know what? I would try it.
0: I would, too. I like coffee. Mm-hmm. We'll All try. right. So how is Kelly feeling? She's feeling nervous despite coming in with energy. She doesn't know if they hate her for coming back, but Hornella ensures her they don't. But Vakita and Pink Shadora might. And Kelly's like, that's fine. They already hated me. <laughs> they will take the moment to commemorate Pink Shadora as there is a sense of calm and silence without her. But if you listen very closely, the echo is still there of her very loud voice. <laughs> Clever asks what challenges upon them, and Vania says since it's the eighth show today, they get to eat her pussy. Okay, hold up. Because then she says it's yummy to go down on a woman in the morning. Amanda?
1: We're like lost.
0: <laughs> Amanda, what's going on?
1: She said bisexual rights is what she said.
0: I can't imagine Vania with a woman. <laughs> But let's be honest, she is horny every they week.
1: All they all are just like feral, yeah.
0: Well, Clover says she wins. It will be a challenge. She can finally win, and there's that.
1: So bisexual rights.
0: Bestia thinks since they had a comedy challenge last week, surely they will have something else to do, which is funny. Tell another joke. I know. Supreme walks right in, no alarm. Um, I kind of want that tooth suit, suit. It was really cool.
1: Oh, everything Supreme wears in and out of drag is like so fierce.
0: Are you team Houndstooth?
1: Oh, I love Houndstooth, absolutely.
0: Do you own any Houndstooth?
1: Um, I do not in drag, but I own personal thing. I, you know what? I normally gravitates more towards plaids.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Um, well, you'll come on the podcast and give us the history of Houndstooth one day. You know, uh, <laughs> fashion segment. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna get a rundown of our prize package for usual as we welcome the pit crew into the room. Um, So this man has fur on him, and Vanya, the horny old maiden, likes a furry man. As the caption says, they have a little tassel in their navel, and she likes to blow it, and you make a wish, and it always comes true. We (laughs) need to get her laid. Like, I think she's more desperate than I am, which is saying a lot.
1: Yeah, it is, actually. (laughs)
0: All right. Um, for this week's mini challenge, it's called Make Up As You Can. They will be in pairs and they can pick their partner. And by pick, it's who they're sitting next to because they're just lazy. Our duos are Vani and Petita, Kelly and Ornella, and Bessie and Clover. Who would you have picked for this challenge?
1: I think I would have picked Clover just because I think it would have been an advantage in the sense uh-huh. of, you know, just... As two AFAB performers, like our face structure is similar. And that's fair. You know, makeup wise, it'll be easier.
0: All right. We have a guest joining them for this mini challenge. It's the Norvina Palette of Spain. Welcome, the makeup <laughs> ambassador and founder of Crash Cosmetics, Alvaro Cruz. Have you heard of Alvaro Cruz?
1: No, I was like, who that?
0: Well, um this is what we call in our business a faggot that orange yeah. suit with the feathers on the cuffs gay. Oh. oh like uh is he you know yeah that mm-hmm. would was- <laughs> so for this mini challenge they will be applying makeup blindly they will get to use crash cosmetics products and whoever does the best in three minutes wins what can you accomplish in the world of makeup in three minutes oh wow um what can i do i you know what i could probably at least
1: do a lot of uh, contouring I feel like that yeah I think that's that's probably enough to either focus on the eye and then yeah either eye makeup or just contour strictly and at least make it look somewhat drag I think that's what
0: The queens are going to take a mask. They're going to pick a wig to get inspired for their look. And first up, it's Kelly being painted by Hornella. And well, it is chimney sweep realness. I don't know if she intentionally picked dark colors, but the way that she was, she was ashy AF. Uh, Kelly tried to fight every choice, but it was no use. What a mess. But hey, this was a moment to make a hot bitch look like a mess.
1: (laughs) I think a lot of them... Honestly, truth be told, I think there was nothing serious about this challenge. Like no. No actually aiming to do good makeup. I think no,
0: we're not trying to showcase crash cosmetics. No, in this they were no. just
1: shenanigans, buffoonery. Like it was just
0: next yeah. up is Bestia painting Clover, and after seeing Kelly's face, she will trust Bestia's artistic skills. You can tell Bessia was trying to do a Picasso moment and well, choices, but at least she had a vision.
1: You know what? I'm not gonna lie; it actually looked pretty fierce, especially with the wig. Um, mm-hmm. It was giving me very like maybe baby Ugasio
0: Crujiente. Like, I think that's like that's what I, the vibes like. One of the like, Crash Cosmetics palettes you can purchase. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Do you have any Crash Cosmetics? I don't.
1: I don't. I don't know if they sell anything locally. And last time I was in Europe, I I saw it, but I said to myself, I don't need more makeup. So
0: that's fair. That's fair. All right, last up we have Vanya painting Petita after she bends over for the pit crew. She really just wants a man's touch. Uh now, what Vanya does is just literally throw anything anywhere, including giving the bitch bruise marks around her neck. I see you. I know what you like. Uh, this again, a mess. So much so that Petita just let her put lipstick on her literal teeth. Oh, and she got glitter in the hair. I would have killed the bitch. Like it got into the 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 lace and the hair
1: yeah that's that's no fun
0: that's expensive wig
1: yeah
0: the winner of the mini challenge is clover and bestia they will win a batch of products worth 500 euros yay yeah. for this week's maxi challenge supreme says it will be epic and to tease them on the challenge she plays some music that we will learn is the theme of the show un dos tres respond otra vez they all seemed clueless to the song, aside from being a show their parents would watch. Well, Spring reveals that they will be playing Undos drags. Um, are you familiar with Undos vez?
1: Not at all. I was very confused. It was like, I mean, like, I feel in Latin television, we always had programs like this. Um they were very like Saturday, Sunday night specials. Mm-hmm. I did grow up with something like it, but we never grew up with that one specifically. That's fair.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we will learn like the original, there will be secretaries played by the pick crew. We will get Pilarin in in Inesita in and Tecla. Um, it's the gold um of on crop tops for me. <laughs> yep. Good costuming. They will be playing in teams and determine the pairs, they will each select a bag with a pair of colored glasses. Whoever matches is a pair. And here's how it shakes up. Getting pink is Vani and Bestia. Getting black is Petita and Clover. And getting green is Kelly and Hornella. Supreme tells them they will have to prepare characters and study them. So when they are introduced to the by the host, who isn't very far from them, cough, cough, they stay in character and whoever is funniest throughout the challenge will win. And joining them as a judge for the week is singer Maria Pelé. Are you familiar with her work?
1: I have heard of her, yes. Not super familiar, but at least I was like, oh... Maybe not her but like the song was definitely familiar.
0: She seems like a fun time gal. Yeah. All right, it's time to come up with ideas for this wild challenge. Now, if you were thrust in this competition, what kind of character or couple would you want to create?
1: Um, I feel like I would pull very much the bimbo character just because mm-hmm. I think there is a lot of humor to that like sure. you know, sex always sells and like just something dumb and stupid and like very very different from me hence what would be humorous about it
0: well first let's visit with Vania and Bestia and Bestia sees them as mother and daughter she's thinking the little girl who doesn't pay attention to her mother she's cheap but posh and well stupid Vania will be the overprotected mother and she would like to be called Dolores and Bestia is ready to make her suffer and shall go by the name Rebe aka Rebecca um is that a common thing to Did you just shorten your name?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Over with Clover and Petita. Petita's first idea is to be a couple of widows or a married couple. And Clover's like, hmm, well, whatever we do, let's make them from Catalonia. Clover is scared of this challenge because Petita didn't didn't do well in the last challenge, but she has the best record and she thinks that can be the best couple. They search for common ground and sure, they have some. Petita says that they understand each other because they come from the same place, they are a bit out of place with the rest of the world. So now their pitch is that they have come to this television studio. They are very amused by the show, but they are from the countryside. So Petita's character tills the land and his wife picks the tomatoes. Um, They are the typical Catalonian couple inspired by their grandparents, families, uncles, and all the peasants of Catalonia. Um, What would we have as the... Same in America,
1: um, probably like a hillbilly or like cereal. Yeah, okay, I, was, right? I, 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 I didn't
0: want to insult anybody, but I don't know. No, no. I, I like,
1: and I don't mean to, but like, just uh, the first thing that came to mind was very like, yeah. so not necessarily
0: redneck hillbilly, where they're just like country, they're, they're not as
1: it like an exact for sure, like you know, like a, a mockery of what country would be. Mm.
0: Now, their pitch is to bend. Out of drag genders. Um, but that face from Clover gives me thinks she's not down to that idea. She wants she, she we're gonna stay with our gender. Mm-hmm. Kelly and Hornella's time to share. And Kelly thinks it's safe to bet to work with Hornella. And Kelly knows that Hornella had ill will for her outside of the show, but thinks she has since won her over as they are similar to each other. And I still wanted them to have their drama moment, but we didn't get it. No. What is with this fucking show and teasing outside drama and then never having a resolution for it?
1: Because, again, they don't, they want to keep it cute for television.
0: I I want to know about Sagittarius. You're still mad about Fucking boy problems.
1: Maybe we'll find out soon. One day. day.
0: Kelly notes that this show was made over 30 years ago and thinks it would be super cool to bring something from the past to the present and mix it together. Her idea is for them to be influencers. You know, like real ones, but change their names a
1: bit.
0: Hmm. Um, Are you an influencer?
1: (laughs) In my head, your dog
0: is my dog for sure. Is so, this is going to be their critique of what influencers are. They will show what they like, what they think they like, and they will teach us what to do and what to not do. And that's it, we're going straight to our show. Sit back and relax and get that theme song stuck in your head. It's quite good, I'm not gonna lie. It, but is it trees good? It's not Mochatrice good, okay, no, not at all. I will say that on first watch, this whole segment felt like a fever dream. On second watch, it still felt like a fever dream, but I was a little more lucid. Got it. Let's explore this challenge. Supreme Deluxe will serve as her host. And you know what? She's very good at playing a character.
1: She's, you know, I really wish, um, I don't think this would ever happen, but seeing her sometimes makes me really wish that they would do kind of like what they did for um uk versus the world one with pangina like as a contestant like do you imagine supreme as i think contestant? if
0: they're going to do it it's going to be all the hosts in one season
1: i mean that's pretty i'm weird. here for it i am here for it but i think like supreme would like murder yeah. but anyway i digress so her
0: character is called zadia gomez Kemp. uh she's quite the perky one she will tell us that the secretaries have the envelopes with the questions and a pussy meter And then Tekla, the hot pit crew member who I will wed one day, is in charge of the calculator. If he's as dumb as his character was on this show, we are going to get along perfectly. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, we hear this bell and see a set of twins ready to instigate. And no, it is not sugar and spice. They will be called the Stingy Sisters, a.k.a. Teresa and Fernanda Hurtado. I didn't know who they are or what their relationship to the show is, but they committed to the bit. What I did learn is that they were from the original program, and there was a third sister, Paloma, but she is MIA, I suppose. So there's that. But these two are, in fact, twins. Very cool. Um, They're going to have some banter where you're going to find out that they are not dead. They just haven't left the set. So, ha, 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 very funny. (laughs) As always with the show, there are three sets of contestants who have to give their greatest number of correct answers in 40 seconds. Now, our first couple is Rebe, who is immediately told by her mom that her name is Rebecca, not Rebe. And Rebe says that if she tries to go down the street as Rebecca, they'll get her and cut her. Um, is she in a gang? What is that? What does that mean?
1: Um, I, I Honestly, this segment was interesting because there was a lot of colloquialism and I was like, mm, I don't know her. <laughs> I didn't really follow
0: so Rebe tells us that this is her mother, Dolom, who is like, no, Dolores. Now, I got to ask, if we shorten your name, does that make you a man? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. It was right there.
1: I know.
0: I apologize.
1: Okay. alright
0: hey, they're going to be coming from Chiclana, but now live in the center of Madrid in Mustoles. Um, I don't know geography. Does that mean anything to you? not really no <laughs> okay. they are mother and daughter or as what i said she's the mother who birthed her uh but she has different mommies on the streets then dolo will ask to say hello to her husband who is at home and the funny bit is her asking which camera to address and still looking into the wrong one i thought that was very authentic very real to this kind of show yeah absolutely we're also going to learn that vania is wearing petita's prescription glasses and and is getting dizzy um friends even if it's for a bit don't do it it's not smart have you ever worn someone else's glasses
1: no because i'm wearing my glasses but people have worn my glasses and they're like whoa amanda yeah yeah not fun
0: friends (laughs) not fun no don't do it now Rebbe wants to win so she can get money as johnny left her last week and doesn't know how to attract him back Um, I mean, listen, money does wonders, but Suprema Azaria will say to attract him with her intelligence. And yeah, I'm sorry, this is not a thing in the real world.
1: Unfortunately, I've tried.
0: (laughs) Our second couple is Chencho Terradales and Teresa Castillo, to which Teresa is like um, Teresa Castiles, and Chencho just wanted them to integrate they met a while ago while making a Castile in their Castellara fault. I didn't know what this meant until I Googled it. Um, and a Castile is a fucking human tower. And that is fucking hilarious.
1: Mm. They re- so, yeah, they really went for. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at the picture and I said, how does someone not die at the top of that thing? It was like 12 people up. It was a lot. So chestnut works in the fields because they have some and they have a food store, but that says it's grocery is I guess there's a difference between the two.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah, there are like, it's like saying a bodega and like a supermarket.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Now Petita tells us the inspiration is her father taking to an extreme and I can't imagine what he thinks of this dirty straw chewing man. Uh, because he was a dirty, straw-chewing man. <laughs> they will then dance the sadhana, and it was funny. Um, yeah, these were definitely the rednecks of the sketch. Very, very smart concept. Yeah. Um, now, Clever says the good thing about being Catalanians is they can make words up, and Suprem is going to think they're real. Do you know who that's really bad for? Me!
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, me too. I, like I said, there was a lot of shit that I was like, I am not like they're speaking in Spanish. I speak Spanish. Didn't two plus two did not equal four. No, no. The math wasn't mathing.
0: Yeah. Our third couple is Madame de Cosa and Maria Torombo, and they have come directly from a great event for influencers at Via Nueva del Trabuco. We learned that because they are influencers and they look like your regular girl next door, but they are not. So, what is their relationship? They are friends who met at Esther Despoto's birthday. And they are residents of La Zaraleja. Um, apparently, the Stingy sisters are going to plug their noses on that because apparently it's a gross place. I don't know. I didn't get these references. Yeah, I don't know.
1: yeah.
0: You know what this means, though. We have to go to Spain.
1: I Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm dying to go back for sure.
0: Kelly tells us that She and Hornell look gorgeous as if they have the Valencia filter glued to their face. What's your favorite filter?
1: Hmm... Honestly, no filter. I'm a no filter kind of girl.
0: Do you ever face June? No, not at all. Nope. Okay, good for you. Good for you. The game has begun, and I don't get it. Um, Valeron comes with the first card over Torebe and Dolores. Dolores doesn't know what card to take, so she takes the top because she always likes being on top. I mean, same. Mm-hmm. So is Dolores becoming our daughter? Is Vanya hornier than Alexis Michelle around a sexy man's oh I my don't God. know.
1: stop.
0: So here's what the card says. Wearing boobs is as free a decision as the simple fact of dedicating yourself to being a drag queen. Tell them for 25 pesetas for each correct answer objects that could be used as breasts. For example, a piece from Kalanda. And now this is where things go off the rails because do you give real answers or do you try to be funny? Regardless, you gotta stay in character so character choice is gonna become crucial. What do you do in this situation?
1: Oh, man. I don't know. It was just all wacky.
0: Let's get to their (laughs) answers. They're going to say a peach from Kalanda, two pairs of socks, two pairs of onions, two pairs of maxi pads, some condoms filled with water, some condoms filled with dot, 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 almond milk, Mm. two dead girls, two melons, two pieces of watermelon, some pears, and then the bell rings. The stingy sisters tell them they have two good answers, and and then they start talking about their um, two to four tits that they have between the two of them yeah um have you used any of those objects in drag to make bigger movies?
1: i mean i don't have to <laughs>
0: it was the two dead girls that's the one that got i
1: in. was like that's where they lost me completely but it was still funny but i just like again i the i don't know like again that the way Maybe I was getting too much information at once, but like my mind was like, the what now? <laughs> what well, you- that's the
0: thing. It's like, were these answers in character to who they're playing? Yeah, or are they course. trying to play the game? Because I couldn't differentiate. No, nobody,
1: in my opinion, there was no, like none of this was serious. No one was playing a game. I think they were just like buffoonery shenanigans, like just make them laugh. Like 1000% was the yeah. goal. Yeah.
0: Now, Tech Less says they had 11 correct answers, and according to his calculator, it says 2.75 pes- des- uh, pesetas. But that's not right because that number's too small. It has a decimal, it was 275. Listen, this goofy dumb bimbo was playing into what I like. I- I'll take it. I was here yeah. for him. For a second couple, if there is a language rich in words that is Spanish, and Teresa will stop her and tell her that's her opinion, very bold, the question will continue with There are many instruments where you blow to produce music but if you blow a beef whistle that's something else entirely tell them names by which the penis is known and things got very very dirty (laughs) but first beef whistle beef whistle um can i can i start using that on grinder is that destiny for me to get blocked
1: um no, I think it actually would be hilarious. I think it's a conversation starter for fucking sure.
0: Beef whistle.
1: Hmm, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's go with her answers. Beef whistle, the dick, the fouet, the Catalan sausage, the farmer sausage, the laguastine. And Teresa will start to go blank. So Chechnya will use some gestures. And I never want to see Petita do that gesture with the hand and the hole ever again. Um, it was vile but pretty damn funny when Teresa is like put your weenie away Uh, they committed to this bit didn't they
1: yeah they really did I was I was surprised
0: yeah and then we're going to get more food items like the cucumber the eggplant and then the hard straw Um, the bell rings
1: you know it's funny like not for nothing but like at least that those answers all made sense.
0: Yeah. And even though they got lost in the improv, got lost a little with the answers, they yeah. did continue the improv and stayed in oh, character. And again, that's part of the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now, the Stingy sisters will say that more than one answer sound like filler and they can't fool them. Um, I bet they got around in their day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tekla will tell us they got nine right and they got 225 pastetas. Our third team has this one mischief is one of the best weapons for the hard task of seduction but it can also be a double-edged sword let's put guns aside and focus on the spiciness they need to say things that itch such as a hair in the throat this was a hard question to improvise
1: yeah because I mean everyone's go to well, you know what? They just have to But list. I guess if you're like a you slut like list, it's like things. venereal disease like at yeah. this point like that's what the bit is. Like it's
0: yeah. just Their answers included hair in the throat, a chili pepper, chili powder. Does it itch if your friend unfollows you? Now, I can share by experience it doesn't itch it stings. Uh, remember oh. remember Ryan that one burned that one.
1: Oh burned. god, not naming names.
0: Anyway, a bed bug, hair on adhesive tape, uh, and then we get more gestures and the bell rings, and then our stingy sisters say, if you have an itch, go for it. Profound words. Words to live by. Yeah. Now, Tecla is having trouble with the calculator, so he's going to use one of his friend's crotch as an earpiece, as his glasses were also askew, but ultimately shared its 10 answers at 25 pesetas for a total of 250. Now, friends, the game is not over. No, no, no. It is time for an egg race. What does that mean? Well, in each nest, there are a dozen eggs. They will take the eggs from the nest and have to find the hard-boiled egg and break it on their teammate's head. The first to find the hard-boiled egg wins. Now, listen, if I got any egg in my wig, I would be fuming. I hope production paid for the cleaning bill for that wig
1: or i hope they supplied those wigs like maybe maybe they weren't personal wigs maybe it's kind of like um yeah like yeah like here you go like you know just here's, here's these wigs i don't know i would hope so
0: the egg race is on and they all know it's time to be crazy and um things don't end well do they the influencers are going to take out their rage on each other so much so that the egg splatters on our sisters, who are pretty far away from them on the set. Um, I feel like they use their outside conflict to inflict some egg smashing. Now we have our couple who just pounce eggs off foreheads, and Teresa reveals that Chechno's friend Macarena might be more than a friend. And I was like, that was a twist that I wasn't prepared for. And our third couple goes, and it's a familiar battle with Rebe, who will literally have her egg bounce off Dolores's wig. um, And we will learn that Dolores gave Johnny a blowy. The moral of the story here is not a single egg cracked in that wig. It was a helmet. (laughs) Now, the secretaries are smashing eggs. And now we're going to cut over to the Stingy Sisters, who have taken all the hard-boiled eggs because they're instigators. It's all out madness, eggs everywhere, on boobs, on the floor. I'm not yoking, bitch. (laughs) Eggs, 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 all I want (laughs) to say. Petita is going to lose her mustache. The Stingy Sisters in Suprem are singing. Um, I feel bad for the intern who had to clean up this mess after filming.
1: Oh, you know, it's just, or not even, it's probably just, they have their own cleaning crew. That's it.
0: This was a wild and fun challenge, but I think if you knew the show, it would have been even funnier. Oh, but what was true is that these six are good performers and committed.
1: Yeah, no, they again, I think everybody really wanted to have fun and be stupid and like they fucking were. They, It was really fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> now, if you had to pick one of these six characters, which one would you have played?
1: Um, I think i'd probably go with pitita's character because again not me at all yeah it would be funny it would be funny and i could improv well since again it's not me
0: it's elimination day and they do an egg bit except clover and bestia who are just not amused by this one they're like we're gonna sit this one out we're just gonna stay in the corner they all seem to have fun and Hornella says that when she came in and saw the Hortado sister, something inside of her played the game for real. Kelly felt like a real contestant and says it was shocking to see the Hortados live. So apparently these two were like well-known. Do you feel like the closest comparison to what we had um, in America is when we had Vanna White on All-Star 7?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, let's go with that. One. Yeah. <laughs> Petitha says they all had a fun time and no matter what, happens It was a high, but bitch, this one's not going down without a fight. No, no, no. Everyone is super calm, and that is a surprise, as it could be any of one of them going home. Like literally anyone, mm-hmm. like someone who shouldn't have gone home. But yeah, more than that literally. to come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh huh. At the tables, Petita will share that they are all girls there, and Clover says, "Is everyone?" So mm-hmm. it's time to talk about gender identity. Bestia says that gender is something she feels conflict, as she feels that the need to define is imposed on us. She doesn't care about gender. It doesn't matter to her. She is her. She doesn't need to put a label. She does understand some people need it and it suits them, but thinks it's more of a need from society to label and control us than a need to limit and box ourselves in. Petito will ask if they have discussed it with their families. Bestia shares that she hasn't really gotten to the issue of gender with her family as they feel they are still in the process of understanding more basic things. But the person who understands it the most and has never judged her is Bestia's sister. She reveals that she has Down syndrome, and Bessie shares that she's always been the first who's been okay with everything. She says that her sister has more wisdom than many of us because she naturalizes everything. Everything is positive and happiness. All right, this was going to be a cute story. And I was listening, and I was like, oh, no, why are we getting this story right now?
1: I I know! it's it's Doesn't it suck that, like, you can't even, like, share with them and, like, really be a part of the moment because you already know the edit so much?
0: right and up until now the only other personal story we've heard from bestia is about her partner
1: right and like the way the 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 drag race you know production we already know that the writing's on the wall the second they start getting into these like very very personal you know stories and i was like no I mean like but again but like you also want to celebrate it and I think it's a wonderful story that they they shared and I think it's really beautiful and like there's absolute truth to it like why why can't be why can't people be less judgmental and just be open and just like if it doesn't affect like what their sister like their sister's response to like oh I'm gay I do drag like that should be everybody's response to things like that you know or just in general like if it doesn't hurt you and you're not harming other people what the fuck do you care
0: All right, so Bestia tells the story of the first day she introduced her to her boy. She asks if it was a friend, and Bestia said it was her boyfriend, to which her sister says, How nice. He's handsome. Mm. Bestia says that life is easier than all the extra crap we put on it. She finds it funny because she has a boyfriend too. So she will ask how her boyfriend is, and her sister will say, Good, and then reveal later that she doesn't have a boyfriend, but now a girlfriend. Then how is her girlfriend? Great, but back with a boyfriend. How is she with both of them? Well, one of them is at school and the other is where she goes dancing. What a yeah. life to live. Yeah. I want to live that life.
1: I like this this Like she knows how to live life. Let me tell you.
0: Bessie tells us that if people could see others with the same eyes as her sister, there would be no war, intolerance, racism, homophobia, prejudice. It'd all be good. Uh yeah, this was a really sweet story. I want to meet the sister. Put her on yeah. TV. I know. I actually thought like
1: they would do that. And it's a shame we don't get like, this would have been like a perfect untuck moment, you know, that kind of thing where all of a sudden Mm -hmm. later than you get a video footage of like, hi bestia, it's your sister, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Let's move over to Vanya and Kelly and Hornella. Hornella will personally thank Kelly and Vanya for the STD comedy routine. as they are topics that are not talked about, Vanya says you talk about with your friends on Sunday over a beer I was like, a beer? No, bitch. It's called mimosas and it's bottomless brunch.
1: You know, it's so funny. So this is how, like, yes, that is the American equivalent for sure. But then I was like, as they were talking and I was like, ooh, let's go get the caña. Like, that's what they call their beers. I don't know. I was just like, mm-hmm. i to it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That is something I
0: would do. Cornell says the other time you talk about is when you need to go to the clinic to see what's wrong with you. So Hornella is asked about if she calls her friend all the time to go to the clinic or go crazy by herself. And Hornella shares that the first few times you do it solo and go crazy, she says when she was first detected, it was by a family doctor who then told her to go home and was referred to a specialist. And then the specialist, it was her. They were the coldest person in the world who just gave statistics and named things that she didn't know what she was talking about. Kelly shares that she didn't have much sexual education when she was young and learned the hard way by ending up in the hospital asking what was wrong with her. She didn't know what to do or who to contact and also had friends who didn't know what to do in these circumstances. She says now there is more accessible information. Kelly tells the table that the sexual education she had in school was a lady arriving telling you how to put on a condom cornell says her sex education was an advertisement and i'm like well let's think back to when i was in school back in the day mm-hmm. um yeah sex had sucked all i remember was everyone getting waiting for that one day when you knew you were about to be forced to watch the video of the miracle of life
1: which, for the record, I was like, why do we need to watch this? Because um, that doesn't really explain anything, as far as I'm No, concerned. it
0: was pure horror. I think that's, I think it was trying to get, make these kids celibate.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, T. But, like, I, I don't know, like, when they started talking about that, I was like, oh, yeah, like, everybody had that, like, dumb condom. Like, I remember them splitting up, you know, the guys and the girls. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, why? Because last time I checked, like,
0: You know, you got to do it together.
1: Check. That's what you got to do. And it's just weird. Like, I mean, coming from a a Latin household, like sex was never talked about. Right. Like at all. Like I remember my dad once um, when I was uh, a teenager, him being like, oh, you know, if you're going to have sex, like be safe or whatever. Like that was the logical side of him because he's also like more European. And my mom walked in and was like, what the fuck are you telling her? Like, no, don't do anything. And that was sort of that mentality. The hilarious part, though, is to think back, like, I've been exposed to, like, sex without even knowing it from, like, such a young age, just watching novelas, right? Like, you'd be in the living room at, like, four and, like, oh, all these things are going on, but no one said anything then, right? Um, And it was kind of like, no one ever sat you down and no one ever had a conversation with you. Like, those were your references. And then you're just a, a smart person and you put two and two together and, like, then you start meeting other people, like they said, and then you share stories and like everyone, but there's never like, again, nobody ever talks to you. The other part of it too, is like, no one ever talks about non-heterosex. That's the other part that I find very...
0: Discrimination is the word I want to use. I'm going to say it. It's discrimination.
1: Absolutely. I think this assumption, like, especially, you know, most sex education courses happen later in life, like high school. where there's clearly people who are already out and proud. I don't understand why, you know, again, and I don't really want to get on the soapbox, like this is this is not the point of this, but clearly it's like, you know, when everyone is talking about like, oh, you know, queer people are grooming our children. No, straight people,
0: like I've been- Thank grown, you. And
1: literally we've been groomed to be straight since, again, I can remember. And this was it, like sex education literally Everyone in the room at that point probably identifies or questions or something, but they have some sort of idea of their sexuality. And I promise you, not everybody in the room was cis hetero.
0: Right. Yeah, we're we're here being forced that people in America are like Disney's grooming children. No, no, no. Disney quote groomed children to be straight because you see the prince and the princess kissing. Like that's the grooming because you're saying that's the way society has to be.
1: Correct. Anyway,
0: Kelly will. Say that she would have loved when she was fifteen to have someone tell her if you like to be a top, you have to do this and this, and keep in mind that the bottom does this or the other way around. I mean, like she relatable says, for sure. Yeah, she says especially to understand that a sexual partner is a two-person issue or whatever number. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, I see how you play. Yeah, um, but like, but te- but but you see, like those are conversations, like absolutely. You know,
1: it, it's it's funny, like uh you know, uh, now I'm getting like more of my straight friends involved in like queer nightlife. And you can tell, again, how little people know about just in general, queer identities, but sexuality, because we'll be in the car and like the questions I get, like anybody else hearing them would be like, wow, this person's like ignorant. Right. But it's like, no, you can't even blame them because they just they just don't know. And they weren't exposed, and we don't talk about it. So then I'm the one that has to be like, no, 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 we don't talk about, you know, like
0: listen, straight people do butt stuff, too.
1: Oh, confirmed
0: (laughs) (laughs) she says with only one queer kid in the class why would you talk about that in sex ed well she thinks sexual education in spain needs to be updated as it's real bad as it is in america but there are organizations that are giving their full support that will give you the information you need to find she says use it and enjoy sex she says there's something very strong with all the sexual education and it, and it is the feeling of guilt that they have been made to feel for being sexual beings. She notes that in the end, sexually transmitted infections are bacterias and viruses that enter the body that live in nature. But we are have been made to feel bad about it. Kelly believes hospitals need more staff who understand the situation that are go- that we're going through and don't judge. And I agree. And that's another whole different conversation. I have to um, say
1: for sure. Um, there has to be more inclusivity when it comes to medical care. Like I, for instance, uh, all my trans friends, it, it's like such a question, like the amount of times people have asked about like certain medical specialists in these group chats blows my mind because you would think like, you know, especially with anything to do reproductive, like re- reproductive health is important, whether, you know, you're using those organs or not. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it blows my mind that like you literally like finding a safe space to exist already is hard, but like finding a safe place to seek medical care, like to make sure you're not judged to make sure, you know, like I constantly feel that too, as someone like on the a spectrum, you know, like, again, that's another part too, that's neglected. And in, in, in talking about sex education, the fact that some people just don't want to, right. And it's like, that seemed perfectly normal as opposed to like, well, if you're not fucking like, and you know, again, to seek like having medical care that understands. Again, it's all a spectrum, and right. just inclusivity—that's all it is.
0: It's it's true. I mean, I I think of my brother who is a doctor now. It's really weird to say that he's a doctor. No. Yeah. Um, that like he he's working in a hospital now, and I based on where he is, I'm sure he does not see um anyone really but straight people. But I'm just thinking about like let's say um someone comes in who is not cis straight. I don't know how he would be able to handle the situation um, because medically who can do it, but like, I'm sure the experience would be weird. Like, I remember this is n- totally tangential and different kind of story. Yeah, yeah. I remember a friend telling me that one of their friends had to go to the hospital after um, a fisting accident. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you as a straight doctor re- in a hospital react to that? You're like, what is what? what's fisting? Um. So, like, sometimes you kind of want to have someone who um, understands the Straight people fit too, for the record. <laughs> but anyway. They like puppets. Oh my god, I had no idea. As um, you said, straight people quite enjoy butt stuff too. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, but it's, it's it's things like that that, like, yeah, sometimes it's easier to know that at least the person who's looking after you has some sort of inclination of what you're going through.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like now ZocZoc lets you pick if you want like a non-binary provider, which I think is like fabulous, right? Like yeah. you want someone, like if, if you're trans non-binary, like it makes sense that you want someone who is like you seeing you and your body and will understand your needs.
0: I mean, it even goes into to, uh, mental health as well. When I was uh, oh, yes. working with my, um, my doctor, I, I specifically needed someone who at least was sympathetic to the LGBTQ plus community because oh, wow. you, you can't feel comfortable if you know the person on the other side of the screen because COVID right. um, is not an ally because if they're not, then you're not going to be able to explain your traumas in a way that's going to be helpful.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: All right, let's bring it to the runway. Suprem is rosy and red with a look that looks like participation ribbons, but the purple in the hair and the shoes, I was here for it. I love this color combo. Purple oh. and red, I'm, I love it. Yeah, yeah joining supreme we have anna locking who is in the least amount of drag uh, than ever this season we have the hobbies who are just wearing weird shit because i i don't get fashion but apparently they do
1: oh there's um, some, listen i'm i would love the opportunity like to see their wardrobe like if i could, how about
0: you get the opportunity to dress them please
1: no i love their fashion i i'm here for it i don't know
0: and Maria Pele, who is wearing a cute jacket. I think it was, she, she was fitting in this week. Yeah, Some cute. other ones. Yeah. um, Like Monica. She was not um fitting in. Monica Cruz. She was like, oh, what, yeah. a, what show am I on? <laughs> Where am I? Why is my sister not here? Yeah. Um, All right. Category is Illusion. In honor of the runway, we will be playing Foregone Illusion or Illusion Confusion. Okay. First up, Vania Vanilla. Look by Renny Rojas, Jewels by Earring Drag. I like the silhouette. I like the message. I just wish it was a bit cleaner. I think having the UV light definitely assisted in the magic of the look, but imagine this on a U.S. runway. They probably would have kept the lights on. Um, the storytelling was fine. We have seen many do this type of idea before, and I think finding a new way to tell it is key. Like, we literally saw a straight jacket gown into a rainbow heart look on Drag Race a few weeks ago. I'm ready to be blown away. But it was still good.
1: Yeah, I thought. Here's the thing. Like, I don't necessarily look at Vina and think fashion. No. Of course, we know she's just like our campy, like comedy queen. But like, like Sharon. But, but she's she in these last couple of challenges has been trying to serve, and she's. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing it in her way. I think this look specifically reminded me. I mean, again, it's referential. Like we've seen it a couple of times. Like it reminded me of like. Shea you know, rainbow looks mm-hmm. circa season nine. Like, again, it's like, we've been there, done that. But yes, the lighting definitely helped. She definitely stood out. Um, I think my only criticism, to be honest with you, is just the color of the base of the dress. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was supposed to be also like nude illusion status, because it was so close to her actual skin tone that I don't know, you get kind of lost, like you're not making enough of an impact. Like maybe that on like a darker ground would have really popped.
0: Well, let's talk about the critique from Anna. She says that for her drag is entertainment and has an dimension, but also social dimension. She says capturing the social dimension because she's talking about a wall to dump all those insults and the hard material of the dress allows them to see the illusion of the wall. Was this potentially an actual wall that she was recreating in dress form?
1: You know what? It could be it could be because that would
0: explain the color perhaps
1: yeah but then you know what then i would have faked it and done like a brick background or like there you go you know what i mean like again make it if you really wanted to go there then go there
0: ambrosie says that he had a feeling in the challenge that she was not 100 percent trusting in what she was doing he says she went in and out of character and maria says when she entered she did do so with art which is why they got so mad that she didn't let herself go anymore i will give this a soft foregone illusion
1: agreed soft yeah
0: audience 71% foregone illusion 29% illusion confusion Glover Bish look by Matthias Zanotti here by Charlotte Bish I will say that this was so fun and so cute the lighting was her best friend because if you see the flames under regular light oh my god it is cheap what was presented was camp and well executed I like the color story I think she presented it in a way that made the illusion so magical
1: Oh my god, she fucking killed it. I mean, like it was stupid because it was. It was stupid. It was a very stupid look, but like in the best way. And I actually didn't expect this from her. No, which was nice. Again, I I didn't. I don't necessarily look at her and think camp. I I definitely, from what I know of her too, outside of Drag Race, like I I she's much more fashion. She's much more body yadi yadi. And for her to do this. I was just, like, living so She studied
0: the game. She knows how Drag Race works.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very good. Ambrosi says that she was great in character and very funny. He says he thinks she and Petita managed to do what is expected of a challenge like this, which is take the archetypes that they can show in drag and make them something surreal and something that is your own. Maria says she really loved it. She says small details like not letting go of the bag like a lady at all times allowing the bag to hang. She says she believed the character from beginning to end. Anna says that it is undeniable that she was great in the challenge. As for the look, she says it's super dramatic, but says there's a line between camp and costume. She says that the braids were in there, which out of the camp and drag touch, it would have merged into a costume more than a camp runway look. And I said, fuck you, bitch. Um, they just hate her. They just, they will not give her a fucking win.
1: Um. Yeah, it's really problematic to see that like it's almost like they're going out of their way to not give her her flowers. And not- like, I
0: thought it was the hobbies doing it, but now Anna's- uh, No, and everybody. On.
1: I, and I get it from her in the sense, like as a fashion person, she's like, oh, like it's looking a little party city. Like I, I get it. But like, as we've seen before, when we get these kind of comments, right? Like, oh, it's giving me Ricky's. Like those looks actually were giving you Ricky's. This mm-hmm. is not, you cannot find this at no. a, you know, like things like that. I just kind of like, I don't know what else they, like, again, she's giving you something she hasn't done before. She's actually, I feel like this look has been more effort than some of the looks she has done to be quite yeah, Absolutely. Honest. She's, she's done rather more basic looks and she was applauded for them. Why wouldn't you applaud this one? So again, it's very not happy about that. It's
0: but. a foregone illusion.
1: Oh, for sure. Killed it.
0: Audience, 100%. Foregone illusion. Bestia. Body suit by Jorge Escalante. Arms by Mato. Body paint by Brasca Gracia Martinez. Mask by Furlura and Saga. She's brilliant. Like, who has this kind of artistic mind and isn't this applauded? The way the arms were crafted was exceptional. They looked real. At first glance, you did not know which one was hers. Right. Perfectly performed this piece. It, too, felt like... I was being ripped apart the face mask was mesmerized and the bloody knees after last week made me chuckle this is a star
1: um this is a type of drag I aspire to do like I this is next level inspiring it this is I mean I don't even like this is couture this is everything yeah and it makes me wonder again like who the fuck made this look because wow-y wow wow
0: <laughs> wow I mean she's she comes up with a lot of these concepts if you go through her um, tags like she comes up with these ideas and it's like in, in a way I would compare her to a more horror centric Jimbo like they both have these minds that no one has ever brought to the stage before.
1: And she did this. And honestly, I was like, Baby, you're on the wrong show. Like, I. This
0: think- would. No, I, I was going to say this would be a winning look on Dragula. but we know how Dragula works. She probably would I don't have still know. lost.
1: Like, she, like, I'm just like, maybe, like, I, now and seeing it and seeing the results of this and everything, I'm just kind of
0: like. They would have praised with- Coco Cane over this one.
1: Listen, I was like, at this point, I'm like, Baby, I hope you learn English and, like, or you know English and I apply because this is beautiful. And I want to see more of this.
0: Calvo says that she wanted to make a cheap girl, but it was just a cheap girl and that's it. He says she needs more wit. He says her answers were not true to the character like the others. Ambrosi says that they were very close to the final, so they are splitting hairs. He says mother-daughter were roles to shine from the beginning and there is something which is inherent proof, which is you can prepare your character, but not your answers. Ana says that on the runway, the sense of theatricality that isn't so sharp in the challenges and needs more interpretation is reinforced by a sense of perfect finishes. She says everything is beautifully linked. She says they are not just toy hands. She found lying around, they are hands made precisely for the look. Foregone Illusion.
1: Oh, this is like a shoot. This is, this is one of the best looks I've seen on Drag Race in, I want to say a while. I know even though we've been forced by Drag Race like ad nauseum, <laughs> but, but this, is, this is something that I'm going to remember for a while. So foregone Illusion to the max
0: audience 96% foregone illusion 4% illusion confusion who, who the fuck I know who? I was like are you kidding okay yeah. Kelly Roller no designers listed I wanted to love this but I just could not I think the illusion of her floating was the best use of illusion in this costume the lighting in the dress was not as strong as it could have been my biggest problem is how the bottom ring of gold looks like it was falling I wanted it to be perfectly symmetrical but I understand it was trying to make this cloud illusion it kind of sort of looks like a high school musical costume like they think it's the ship but then the audience is like well at least you tried the face up is the star of this piece and that's about it <laughs> oh you're muted oh wait there no. we go okay.
1: um is it bad that i liked it i don't no. know that's not bad. I thought it was okay. Like I didn't.
0: You want this in black?
1: You know, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> but I can respect what she was trying to go for, and I got it, and like she did it, and it worked for her. I also just didn't expect much more from her, to be quite honest with you. That's
0: fair. Ambrosi is going to tell her the truth about how he feels. He says in the challenge she was one of his favorites, and then this. Anna says that she was wonderful <laughs> from the neck up, wearing a great wig, and everything was perfect the neck down i galley she says the material looks so poor and so basic and then the resources aren't relevant they aren't witty they aren't they are very simple she says in the end uh, the whole look is so simplified that it doesn't work she says it's annoying because they see her floating and wonder with a different execution how it could be more solid it is an illusion confusion for me
1: So it's funny because they say that. And what I really want them to say is, bitch, stop wearing skates. Because she's trying really hard. I mean, that's the thing, right? A look like this is really relying on the fact she's on skates. Yep. Because otherwise you don't get that. Like, oh, she's moving through the clouds. She's a goddess. Exactly. But right. But if she was in a heel and a shoe, she could have done other things. Like, I get it. At the same time, though, like. I don't I don't hate it either. Like, it just. It just didn't stack up to everybody else, right? And that's really that's really it for me. So I'm gonna say soft illusion, right? Soft, soft too.
0: Audience, 35% foregone illusion, 65% illusion confusion. Ooh. Patita, no designers let's hit. My problem is we have seen the silhouette from her in the design challenge and it looks just as bulky, but there it was used as the source material. This look has his, its a historic silhouette Then she reveals that it's a leopard print leotard with lasers. Uh, The illusion storytelling felt so weak for me. I expected windmill level of illusion here. Like, it's hard to talk yourself when you set the bar that high. Pretty fabric does not make a successful look.
1: Yeah, this was kind of a letdown because she's stunning. Yes, it's gorgeous. It's pretty. It's beautiful. She looks great. But I didn't really get any illusion. No. She did not fit the brief. No. Not for
0: me. Calvo says one of the great choices of Drag Race Espana was that she became the gentleman peasant. He says he can't tell her how much she made him laugh. Ambrosi says she managed to create a classic sketch of surrealism, improvisation, and fun. He also wants to highlight the richness that she brought to the character, the way the beard was painted and the way she put the straw on the clothes. He says the gestures, the voice, the way she put her legs. He says the way that she knew this was going to help her is pure intuition. Anna says, as far as the look, many things remind her of Hussein Shalayan because of the lasers and because it's a good balance between the historical and the contemporary. She says you get the classic of the way of creating corsets and fitting them and how well her body is structured and giving it a twist. Clearly, Anna Locking is driving this season as fashion reigns supreme. Uh, for me, this is an illusion confusion.
1: I, um. I don't know because she still looked beautiful, but at the same time, again, didn't fit the challenge. So I'm kind of like stuck in the middle. I don't know.
0: I don't audience, to- Yeah. Audience confused as well 45% foregone illusion, 55% illusion confusion. Hornelagongara, look by Danielle, hair by Malibu, flowers by Ana S. de la Moreno. So we've seen the burnt concept earlier in the season from Paquita, and it was a moment because those legs looked like they were barbecued. Here, Hornella looks like she dipped her dress in a flame and called it a day. I wanted this blushing bride to be burned alive. It didn't go far enough. When we did get to the knife cutting and the heart out, I think that was a cool illusion because it didn't seem magical as the detailing of the breast piece being a replica of her natural body was smart. This just didn't go far enough for me.
1: Oh, I mean, you know, I appreciate a good blood drip. I I thought it was great. Um, could it have been better. Sure, could it have been bloodier? Yes, that's what I needed personally. Yeah. I wasn't. That's just me. Um, but I thought it was interesting, and I thought it was it was done well for her. You know, I again, just sure. I didn't expect from her. But yes, could the dress have been more burnt? Could there have been more drama, theatricality behind it? Absolutely, but. Good for
0: her, you know? Kavo says he loves her sketch. He says it could have been more, much more specific with more influencer stuff. He says they could have had cell phones. And I was like, bitch, they confiscated those. They can't have cell phones. But he says she was funny. She says dumb blonde and how she um, threw eggs at each other. He loved him. He says the look isn't the most elaborate, but thinks she is beautiful. Anna says that she really liked the story she is telling in the look and likes the burnt bride, a bit abandoned to her fate because fate has abandoned her. So profound every time. Maria says the twist she gave it something that the illusion made delusional. She says she followed the story. I'm gonna go illusion confusion.
1: No, I no, I don't think so. I don't.
0: You're gonna go foregone illusion.
1: Yeah, I think foregone illusion. I think she's okay.
0: Uh, audience, 45% foregone illusion, 55% illusion confusion. <laughs> it's time. The dreaded question has arrived. Supreme will ask who they think should drop out of the competition and why. We start with Vanya, and she does the thing. She will say that in this case, she can't choose any of her mates and will say herself. And Supreme will ask why and says she sees them like they're her daughters. She can't. And Supreme will tell her they are her daughters, but this is a competition. Vanya will continue with that. She doesn't see them as competition. And she doesn't want to see them like that. But she says based on the evaluations, she should be at the bottom. Suprem is pissed and she's like fine Clover and Clover is like it's so complicated saying Bessie and Vania were the weakest in the challenge and she is going to say based on the look that she likes Bessie is the best and says Vania who to which she admires and she's like her everything Bessie has, based on a little history of the show and the journey they've had she would pick Kelly because she gives a lot of importance to aesthetics the look the character and all that and say right now she doesn't see it getting there yet Kelly will say that if she didn't go for the drama, it wouldn't be her. So she is going to name Petita, although they love her very much and she's already very rich. She says she's won three challenges and she should has a lot to be happy with. Petita's answer is it's really difficult. And just based on the fact that they've all survived every week and worked every week, she will say Kelly, she says she did great in the challenges, so she doesn't think it'd be fair. And Hornella says based on the path that they've all been together through, because she knows she wants to see this person be the power bottom kelly roller she also says to be fair to everything they've all been through together obviously kelly is the answer kelly has to be the answer Mm. um because when you come back to a season you can't not just come back you have to be 200 times better than you were
1: oh of course
0: and that's not even close to what kelly brought no but First off, Kelly throwing Petita out there was brilliant. I was—I mean, she's not getting the praise the way that Lux, uh, that uh, Mistress did with Sasha, um, because it's slightly different because Sasha, Sasha, but it's the same sentiment.
1: Right, right, right.
0: But Vanya, (laughs) I thought Supreme was just going to be like, okay, we're done, go home. But they're too close
1: yeah that's the thing i think nobody wants to see anybody give up right and then it's not that she was giving up but you know again the girls this season they're very nice they're very congenial they all want to be friends with sunshine and rainbows and they don't want anybody you know they don't want to hurt i mean mean, obviously
0: after this Vanya's miss congeniality there's no other option
1: i think she was already to be honest with you i think just being older like yeah. People just, you know, she was like she's very maternal. I can tell she's like the maternal one. And like, you know, are you okay? Do you need help? Like, I can see that. So
0: um if she was smart and really wanted to save her friend, she would have said Kelly. She 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 would have given the answer of Kelly, and perhaps there would have been a reason that Bestia could have been saved because no one really would have said Bestia.
1: The thing though is I think again, it's complicated. Like they're all friends they're mm-hmm. all friends they love each other and you know also don't want to kick the girl who's already down you
0: now, know it, it, as it,
1: as we said you know all this expectation for her coming back it's like all right well fuck
0: now when you're on drag race and ruPaul says knock someone out um would you say Mandy Pandy
1: <laughs> get that bitch out of here
0: <laughs> there it is I'm there like, it is
1: love you love you but i'll see you back home
0: yeah all right. The attention is high as it's time to go to Untuck Junior. Petita says they knew the question was coming and it sucks. Allegedly, the question sucks like a cathedral, according to Hornella. I don't know what that means.
1: Um, I don't know either.
0: Hornella says she chose Kelly because to her, they were the two people who could take criticism better. Uh, is that what we call taking one for the team?
1: I such a cop out to say that, like, oh, I'm going to say you because you can handle the, you can handle it. No, if that's how you feel, bitch, that's how you feel.
0: Kelly says she's not mad. She's happy and proud to share this with And Vanya is just going to start crying and it's yep. not going to stop. Yep. Kelly wants her to stop crying because the finale is so close. Vanya, through her tears, says that her gift has been all of them. Is that the equivalent to the friends we've made along the way?
1: Yeah, exactly. Literally.
0: She is happy to have made it this far with them, even as her mind is going every which way. She wants to stay, but does not want to fight with any of them to stay. She tells us that these are the moments that she would grab her things and storm out the door. She'd rather go than any of them. Now, Clover will apologize to Vanya, who doesn't want her to go. But Clover explains it was a difficult question, and she has helped her. But Vanya tells her she's amazing and will have an incredible career. Do you think Vanya was about to join the long line of quitters?
1: Um, I think she thought about it, but I don't think it
0: got I think there she
1: probably no. Well, she probably realized like, bitch, you, you work so hard at this. Like, I, I don't know, like in, why, why, you know, you come this far and you've worked so hard your whole life. She's been doing drag for such a long time. Like opportunities like this don't come by very often. So yeah. just like, right. But what I don't like is, um, like, I feel like there's always a lot of comments about like. You know, we got into it about Clover and like the opportunity she'll have after the show. And like as supportive it is, it seems, there's a smidge of it that sounds a little patronizing to me.
0: Absolutely. But
1: that's just me, I guess, as a AFAB performer as well. I kind of feel like, oh, you know, you don't have to talk to us that way.
0: Now, Bestia will thank Vanya, and that sets her off again. Those tears keep on flowing. Bestia tells her that she had a great time with her and felt supported by her. And Bestia will take this moment to apologize if she was a hurdle for her to go further. And Vanya tells her she wanted her to shine. So in this moment, we can assume that Bestia did not think she was going home this episode whatsoever.
1: No, I don't think so at all.
0: Cornella will level with the room that it was just one challenge they don't know what will happen as they have to remember everything that they have done the six of them have come so far Cornella will say that she didn't expect to find so many friends like them especially like kelly because i think she saw the logic of kelly being the one who should be going she right. will then say that she'll look for designers but she has petita now but she's mm-hmm. not designing anything for any of them she don't got time
1: i i don't know i feel like
0: she's no suki my- doll
1: I know I was going to say, like, you'd be surprised in like the drag race world. So many people are just cranking product out because of the coin. I mean, if you're getting paid, the fuck you care.
0: Hornella came in with a competitive mindset, but it all went away. And she's another one with friends along the way mumbo jumbo. Ooh. But Tita clearly hates emotion and says to everyone that they should not get ahead of anything. And it, what will be, will be. Uh, Bestia will ask Petita how it feels to be praised once again. She says she was happy that they were Catalonians. She had never made a male character before, especially not one that was the antithesis of Petita. Clover is happy as she thought she'd come in there and do better at some things, and she realized that she would do well at things that she didn't think she'd do well at. She's getting it done. The comments about her look hurts, as she would have liked to win a challenge, but she is content being on the top. Really, you're content. You're not pissed you didn't win.
1: I mean, like, I'd rather be safe than in the bottom, don't you That's think? That's
0: fair. But Tita tells Clover that she doesn't want to see her in a f- that she doesn't want to see her in a few months as she'll be eating potatoes with the rest of them, saying her career is in front of her. They all know it. Clover makes the moment not about her because she's that bitch and says they will all rock it as they're all wonderful.
1: I love that. No Alexis Michelle here. No. the
0: queens have returned the results are in once again for the fourth time the winner is petita she is the most winning queen in the franchise beating out carmen and Sharon. wild wild
1: fact isn't it
0: now i do i pointed it out in the drag race all-stars podcast i want to point it out here uh there is one of those statistic memes going around uh about the queens who got the first two i believe and or two or three challenge wins in the season so that meme it includes Sasha Colby, winner, Drag Queen, winner, and Myra Pussy, winner. You have the two names on there. Jimbo and Petita. Mm, meow, meow. I, it's obvious at this point for both shows.
1: I just, I, just, I just don't want that to happen, though. That's just me. It's not in my fantasy, I'll tell you that.
0: Thing. All right. Clover, safe. Cornella, safe. When it gets to Vanya, being safe, she is about to sacrifice sacrifice herself for Bestia because she doesn't want her to be in the bottom. It was a bit cringe. Um, this leaves our bottom two as Kelly and Bestia. Do you agree? Because I should sure do not.
1: Uh, I don't. No. Not at all.
0: It should have been Vania. Yep. She wants out. Let her fight for it. Let yeah. Kelly have it.
1: Yeah. I Well, you know what? No, I like... I don't know. I for sure Bestia didn't deserve to be in the bottom. I think this was one of those moments where Runway saved her. And I would have just swapped, I would have just swapped them too. I like I think Kelly yeah. did deserve to be on the bottom. And absolutely Kelly enough.
0: versus
1: Vanya. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, again, especially coming back, like, no, that was a bad showing. Um, didn't deserve to come back after like after that it's like well did you deserve it or not and then you know vina yeah like you want to quit like all right here you go like i would have i would not have fought her so hard i suppose you know i'm like fine the door's right there
0: but i think it's that connection that she has with the supreme that that saves her ass
1: i know because it's like bitch i know you from like i know you better than that
0: but that's not fair
1: fair, you know
0: Mm -hmm. no i know Life's not fair, is it? I know. Since the lady is sitting right in front of them, the song is La Niña by Maria Palais. Uh, this was one of those moments where simply based on track record, this should have been a Kelly elimination. But when you put her up against someone who is not nearly as good of a performer, it was going to be a difficult decision to make. And friends, if you watch Drag Race Veria, this was flashbacks twice.
1: I okay. I actually kind of disagree. I think yes, is Bestia as good of a performer? No. Did she hold her own? Yes. Was I entertained? Yes. Was the lip sync there? Yes. I, I personally thought like we are kind of due for a double Chante on this show. This is now the second time I am disappointed. Not when
0: you had brought, brought someone back. There was enough time. In the I know. Seats. I
1: know. It sucked. Because the first one should have been personally, I I don't think Visa should have gone home, but that's my that's my cross to bear. But mm-hmm. um that would have been a double Shantae. But this was a good enough lip sync that I think merited that. Or at least again, I didn't think Bestia should have gone home, period. Like it there's Bestia something so- d-
0: just she wish- did not have it the way Kelly did, even if the reveal was completely unnecessary. Apparently, reveals are a thing that the hobbies love. Yeah. Um Kelly was much more expressive in the face. Yes. Bestia was at a disadvantage because of the makeup, but this was just one of those cases where the look queen, unfortunately could not pull it out over the season performer because we have seen on this show, they like performance more than anything.
1: Of course. That's actually, you know what? Not for nothing out of, I think out of all the franchises, this is the one where the judges live for the lip sync the most.
0: Yes. I mean, vocally at least.
1: Well, and visually too, I've never seen, like, could you imagine on Drag Race US, them going that feral? Like, do you ever imagine? Like, no. No, The most we've ever seen, I think, where it was like a very big reaction was Michelle Visage reacting to Roxy Andrews' wig reveal back in season five. Where literally, you know, she was like actually animated about it. But other than that, I can't recall people going ape shit. And every week, this judges panel goes ape shit. It could be a ballad, it could be a high dance number. They go berserk, like they've yeah. never seen drag before. Like they're straight people seeing drag for the first time. Well,
0: to, I mean, to be fair, uh, Drag Race Italia, Chiara, um, she 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 will do the same thing as well. Okay. And everyone will look at her and be like, "Can you just shut up and let them perform?"
1: But you see, but that's one person. I'm talking about the entire panel no, here, like actively. And again, it's part of why I love the show so much because it truly is different. But yeah,
0: in the end, Kelly stays another week. Bestia is out in a shocking elimination. I don't personally agree. I don't think Kelly even. Um, I I don't think Kelly gave a 200 even in the lipstick. It was still par to what she did before. Right. Vania will feel it was her fault that Bestia is gone as she thinks she dragged her down. And the emotions are on full blast um, from everyone. I mean, Clover is basically in tears on her knees. Like, no one expected this to happen. Right. And even Supreme cannot get through the final words of the episode. Right. She said it, her fault. So it is what it is. Are you ready for the burning questions to wrap this podcast up? Okay. What is Bestia's legacy?
1: Oh my goodness! This is like drag monster realness, like exemplify Like the the looks. I still her first look was so epic and lives rent free in my mind. This look forever. Like I just yeah no. I, she definitely cemented herself as a drag monster for me. And she definitely made that category of drag, like she validated it because, Mm -hmm. and it's very important and we don't always see it, especially shown on the drag race stage, but man, she fucking, she did us proud.
0: Who won the week? Who had the best episode? I I don't know. I feel like,
1: you know, clearly... Beatita's giving them what they want and she's getting this praise and like she stayed home like she she's safe from elimination last week like she did win this week literally
0: I, I I'm going to throw it over to Clover again because I didn't I do think for at least us for viewers she she excelled at what she didn't think she would excel at, and she was good And and clearly comedy yeah. is something she's good at. Um for me I think maybe it's the disconnect of the culture is is I didn't have that much of a closeness to what Petita's character was so um, it wasn't as funny as they thought it was I guess.
1: Sure. Yeah, fair enough.
0: It's time for a makeover. Who are you most worried about? I
1: I like I think
0: I'm going to say it. I'm going to say, it. Go I'm, gonna ahead. say it. I'm I'm worried for Clover.
1: You think
0: I'm worried for Clover because I mean the, the maintenance workers that walked in the room, there looked like there were um four gentlemen and a woman, um, clearly uh for her advantage. But if she doesn't get a woman, you know they're going to critique the shit out of her and be like it wasn't good enough. and and she's at a disadvantage. She at a, is at a disadvantage. I you
1: um, know, I think it's such a cop out that they had you know, someone who is more femme, I suppose like mm-hmm. they could have just had all guys and kept yep. an field personally because either way like she's good at makeup so beat a woman's face beat a man's face it's me it's all the same right like i think
0: i think the it. thing will come down to has she painted anyone before how will she have the experience to do that um because you, you can tell that hornell has done it before you can tell kelly's done it before you can tell that vani has probably done it before um
1: right as the as the newer one to drag it's like have you put someone in makeup? Right. however However, just because you've done it before, doesn't mean you're good at it.
0: Um, and that's, and the other person I am a little worried for is Fatita because the finger. Yeah. You need your hands to put makeup on. She's just going oh, like, to knock someone's eye out. Right. But like,
1: I don't know. I just, it's a tough, it's a tough challenge, you know, either way. it's it's,
0: oh, it's never what we want ever.
1: Never, never. I mean, listen, I, I've done people's makeup before. Right. And. As good as I can, like, control things on my face, you think, like, it's harder to do it. On- I mean, it's it just, it's it's hard to replicate, especially, like, keeping the family resemblance. That's exactly. the hard one, right? Because putting someone in makeup, that's not the problem. You could do that whenever, especially anybody who does makeup. It's fine. It's the family resemblance and making sure, like, your face matches theirs and the same intricacy. Like, that's a hard one.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it's her, Valentina. Are you excited for her to get her judgy pants on? Um,
1: You know, I am because obviously I know what they're doing. Um, What I find really hilarious though is, when they did the preview and like showed her critiquing. Just this is just me as like a funny like insight as someone who's bilingual. I was just like, oh, her Spanish isn't as great as I thought it was.
0: <laughs> that was that's it. why I think Lolita Banana is with her. I um, know. I think I was like, oh, and that checks out. <laughs> I, I think it's really interesting. They're like, Oh my god, she's the second um, host to be on a judging mm-hmm. panel. She's not hosting yet. Her season hasn't debuted yet. She's still p- pedestrian.
1: Right, 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 right. It's, but it's just funny to me that
0: like it's still always supreme. Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't know. I just, yeah, I just found that very funny. I was like, oh, even in your accent, like I can tell, she's like, you're so American. It's not even yeah. fun. That was my, um, my fight. This
0: is <laughs> our trial run. We're getting ready for Drag Race Michael. Uh-huh, uh-huh. After eight episodes, the winner of the season is.
1: I mean, they're just telling us Crown pitita now, but I don't know. I'm not happy about it.
0: There's no one who's going to stack up to her. I just don't see <laughs> it. I do you
1: think it. anyone will catch up? No.
0: No, it's in, literally impossible. It's one more challenge in the finale. I,
1: I think the only other person that could possibly catch up to her at this point I think really just based on her aesthetic, based on challenges, maybe Ornella, like if anyone, I
0: think. I'll see. it's going to be very interesting for sure. I,
1: I just, I don't know, like, because I just don't see her as a winner. Like I don't, to your point earlier, like she's not very likable.
0: Not at all.
1: Like I can say, okay, objectively speaking, is she good at drag? Yes. Is she talented? Is she fashion? Is she giving you these challenges? Yes, yes, yes. But I also don't know if it's because I'm like sitting there and like being fed this narrative or because I genuinely believe that.
0: That's the problem because there are definitely two I'm wins so out there that I want to a- win. So I'm
1: right. I'm so confused. Like, I don't know. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, where can we find you on social media, mode and on any projects you want to plug?
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Amanda.Massacre. On Venmo, I'm at Amanda Massacre Drag. You'll know it's me because you'll see a photo of Wednesday and it says Wednesday's mom. Uh, and I have, so it's pride. We've been doing some stuff. Uh, my next um, outing, my next, my next feature, if you will, um, is going to be another little emo moment, little punk moment straight off the heels of Amanda Pork's Warped tour. Uh, which was amazing. Uh, So stay tuned for footage of that in case you missed it. That's okay. Um, But I'm going to be doing Indigo Violets variety show, uh, Emo Pride Forever at the end of the month. Uh, So stay tuned. I'll post that flyer, but that's going to be on June 28th in Brooklyn.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.